Well, I like to think of it more as doing it for health reasons, more than doing it for weight loss. Weight loss is actually a byproduct of getting healthy. Mm-hmm. And as people with all kinds of medical conditions can benefit this, particularly people with metabolic syndrome, people with diabetes, pre-diabetes, hypertension, uh, a plethora of inflammatory issues, mm-hmm. which most of our issues are just inflammation issues. Got a lot of love. Yeah, that's for sure. Got music and movies, friends and medicine. Yeah, is the show for me and you. The one you love to listen to. And ooh, you got your friends. See it through. Seeks laughter is medicine too. Welcome to The Ed Show, your award-winning podcast sponsored by The Relevant App. The opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily the opinions of A-Edge Productions. I'm your co-host, Brandon Lee. I hope you're doing great. Look who we've got here. It's Wendy Love Edge. Hey, how you doing, Brandon? I'm doing great. I'm doing excellent, actually. We're talking a little bit about the subject with uh, dieting and all that stuff and yeah. Something that I don't do very much. So I'm, I'm really excited about this episode to learn a little bit, just like everyone else. Right. And remember, we don't dispense medical advice and all your health choices are your own. The episode is called How Can Intermittent Fasting Improve your, Our Health and Wellness? So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I know. How many diets do you think you've been on in your life? You said last oh week gosh. you're 40, right? So, yeah, count, so, countless diets. But, you know, it's like, you, I realized a long time ago that it has to be sort of a, not a diet, like a fad where you're dieting for two weeks, but something that you do on a regular sustained basis, mm-hmm. you know? So changing my diet completely, I've been doing that for a while now. And, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, different diets, keto and, um, yeah. you know, all these different diets. I couldn't imagine just countless. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about a diet. I did like an, the Atkins diet, which I guess like preceded like keto, right? It's sort of similar maybe I don't know but I remember like slathering um meat with butter (laughs) that guy's dead by the way he's (laughs) dead I know know. and uh and Uh, I actually did lose weight on that diet um it was sort of supposed to be um I mean there were no carbs they were very very limited carbs on yeah it, well you realize that you do need those and um a diet is something that should be able to be um done on a regular basis on a daily basis and what can really just jive with your life 
right. you know, and make you healthy and not only make you lose weight, but also feel good throughout the day. That's a big part about it. I think a lot of people right. miss, you know, the diets where they're, you know, their body's suffering because of it. So, right. Like yeah, there were we diets, like Back weird things, like, yeah. uh, like grapefruit. And I forget there's something with grapefruit always. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that before too. I, they just have some crazy fads mm-hmm. um, and people sell books this way and really mm-hmm. play on uh, people's diet. You know, we all struggle, I think with whether we're trying to gain weight, you know, a lot of people always say, well, we're losing weight. But a lot of people have to put weight on. I know mm-hmm. so many people that uh, have to deal it deal with it the other way. So they're trying to put on weight. So it's about being healthy and about being able to sustain a diet um, that you can actually keep up with. And right. so I'm really interested to hear about uh, this type of diet because a lot of my friends do it. I know that there's technology involved now because mm-hmm. you can download apps and things like that. So it might be something to to explore for you. Right. I mean, you know, when I think the word fast can be a little daunting for people. Like, I mean, I first ran into fasting when I was a kid. I was raised Jewish and on the Jewish holiday Yom Kippur, you were required to fast. And so really, though, it was like you could have dinner the night before, like everybody would eat a lot. You have a big meal and then not eat until dinner. It really wasn't that bad. (laughs) Well, you know, know. if you eat a lot that day before, you kind of get hungry or your stomach, you know, stretches out and you're like, man, I'm you're feeling it a little bit. Right. But uh, by dinner time, you said you're all right. It wasn't it wasn't a difficult task. I mean, it wasn't too bad. Like, you know, I mean, we would complain about it, of course. I mean, small children didn't have to do it. And anybody who was uh, older and and on medications, you know, you don't, you're not required, but, but, um, you know, in that middle window there, you know, we were, we were observing the fast and, uh, and I looked forward always to breaking the fast. We would always break the fast with Chinese food. Like yeah. <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> right. It's a Jewish tradition. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think it is actually. That's awesome. Uh, you know, yeah. and it's the same thing. You did the Jewish thing. I, my neighbors that babysat me as a kid, while my mom was at work were mm-hmm. Mormon and they did this on Sundays where they fasted. I don't know I, how I got wrapped into that, but uh, <laughs> as a kid, but they, they made me not eat too because they weren't cooking meals in the kitchen. So, right. um, and then the, ba- the the worst part about it, I think, was they would cook bread all day because they're going to serve it at uh, dinner time. Oh, and my so you mom could would smell it. Up. You could smell it. And it was a torturous <laughs> thing. Oh uh, and then, of course, my mom would pick me up at five o'clock, so I didn't even get to eat. You know, like I didn't even break that fast. Um, wow. I literally broke it with whatever was at home for dinner, <laughs> so wow. I didn't get to eat that bread or all those things so Uh i've definitely felt the uh the hunger pangs of of uh being on a (laughs) on a fast and that's not the only time of course throughout my life Mm -hmm. and i still every once in a while will do a you know a 12 hour fast uh Mm -hmm. from midnight till eating in the morning so right um, i am not an expert on this so though i'm really excited about uh, learning a little bit more about what we can do with this fast Yeah, you know, it's really a lifestyle and there's been lots of studies showing how it helps with insulin resistance and different things. Um, So I think we should get into it. Uh, Here's my interview with Shirley McAfee. Joining me now is Shirley McAfee. She is a registered nurse and motivational speaker on health and wellness. Welcome to the show, Shirley. 
Glad to be here, Wendy. I'm so happy to be chatting with you. You're my good friend also, and you have been really inspirational and motivational to me personally many times, including recently. So thank you for that. It's um, my pleasure. So today we're talking about intermittent fasting. And uh, for our listeners and viewers, could you, could you define what that is? What is intermittent fasting? Well, intermittent fasting is really time-restricted eating mm -hmm. because people think of fasting and they get really scared and think, oh, I can't do that. I'm going to be mm -hmm. in pain. So it's really just having a feeding window that's in a restricted time frame. For instance, um, I do a 18, a 16, eight fasting regime, which ends up being more 18, six or, or um, 20 and four, depending on the day. So I fast for 16 hours, which eight of them is sleeping. And so it's really just a little, a little window, a little window of four hours before bed and four hours after bed. Mm -hmm. So that is, is actually a fast. And then I just eat in a, in a limited time window. Mm -hmm. So that in, there's many different ways to do intermittent fasting. You could do days on days off, or just do a, a 16, eight time frame or uh, one meal a day, uh, it's called OMAD, one meal a day, where you just eat one big meal a day. Okay. So it's many different things. So you're, you're scheduling your eating times. And um, it's something that I recently started as well. And, you know, at first glance, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't eat in these these big windows of time I love food and I want to eat but I have these health goals you know yes. and um maybe if I do restrict it I'll have a little better luck with the health goals that I'm trying to achieve so that was my motivation um but you know for many people you're right they look at it and they see the word fast and it just seems so daunting but I have to say from my point of view too it's really not that hard um oh. And, you know, because as you, as you mentioned, you're sleeping for a good chunk of the fast time, if you plan it right. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, uh, and then it's just really uh, being a little more restrictive for different periods of time. So why would somebody do this? What are the benefits of having this kind of schedule? Well, I like to think of it more as doing it for health reasons more than doing it for weight loss. Weight loss is actually a byproduct of getting healthy. Mm -hmm. And as people with all kinds of medical conditions can benefit this, particularly people with metabolic syndrome, people with diabetes, prediabetes, hypertension, uh, a plethora of inflammatory issues which most of our issues are just inflammation issues. So when we can get our food under control, then our health gets better. And as a byproduct, we lose weight. Mm -hmm. So it shouldn't be like, oh, I'm just doing this to lose weight because right. we may lose some momentum. So if we're doing it as a lifestyle, as a way to reverse our aging, to decrease our insulin and our insulin resistance, 
to all of the things that make us feel better, you know, improve concentration and less stress and better sleep and all of the reasons why we're doing intermittent fasting should be about optimizing our health, feeling better and feeling empowered mm-hmm. and being in control of our eating. Right. Well, those are all really good points because I think what's happened and what's happened to me in my lifetime, you know, I've, I've always struggled with, with my weight and many times that that was the focus, take off some pounds, you know, and the health benefits will follow. Right. But ultimately anything with the word diet, (laughs) um, you know, you kind of like come away from it after a while. Oh, that I was on a diet, but now I'm not on a diet anymore. (laughs) I mean, we're always on a diet of some kind. Um, Exactly. Right. And you mentioned, you know, having gaining control over our eating. And once you're able to do that, the health benefits follow. Um, Yes. It's a, it's a much different perspective. It's, it's a lifestyle change. And it's empowering. It's not so feeling less than or small. It's feeling great and large and Mm -hmm. in our body and in our mind and making ourselves stronger and just feeling better in general, having more energy, feeling less inflammation, less pain. Um, And all of these diseases are inflammatory. They're all secondary to eating too much sugar in in the flour and in the sugar. So primarily it's removing flour and sugar from your diet is the primary plan coupled with intermittent fasting. Right. So it's not just the fast itself. There's other parts of this. Yes. Um, And you mentioned a couple of them. So firstly, you know, many, many people in in this country, worldwide even, you know, suffer from diabetes, Mm -hmm. um, high blood pressure, right? And arthritis, uh, different types of arthritis. And you're saying these are all inflammatory issues. Yes. For the most part. Mm -hmm. Secondary to abuse of food. Mm-hmm. of some sort right Eat, you know eating too much franken food too much <laughs> wait a minute franken food what's franken, franken food? food man-made food made in the factory mm-hmm. so okay. anything made in the factory we need to consider avoiding mm-hmm. at all costs unless it's something that was alive and living and not packaged and i always like to say one ingredient foods If it has multiple ingredients on it, we need to stay away from it. You know, if you're buying eggs, it's eggs. That's it. If it has a big long list, it's Franken food. It's not real food. That's that's a really easy guideline, right? Look for one One, ingredient food. One ingredient foods. Right. Like so you're only gonna shop the perimeter of the market. mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. And yeah, Miss Teddy, who's on the show often, she's, she gives that advice all the time. No <laughs> Don't kidding. go in the middle, stay on the outside. And I've heard it from you as well before. So well, that's easy for you to remember when just stay on the edge. You yes, know? <laughs> right. <laughs> stay just on the edge. Stick to the edges. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and I have been doing that. I, um, you know, at other part, points in my journey have 
have uh, done that. And then, you know, as a human being <laughs> with different stresses in life, I fall back on the things that I know. So don't be afraid if you're listening or watching, if you've done this before or made changes before and fallen back, we all do. Um, yes. But th these are really simple guidelines that anyone can do. And I, I have to say, I've been doing intermittent fasting now for almost a month, and I feel incredible <laughs> in yes. a very short time. You know, yes. how do you recommend someone get started? Because many people have, you know, busy lives, they're picking up pre-made foods, uh, mm -hmm. frozen foods, things that are easy for themselves yes. or their family. Um, and I know I've heard people say, oh, that's, that's just too hard, you know? Um, yes. So what do you recommend for people to get started with this? If they, if they feel like, you know, perhaps they have some of these health issues or, uh, you know, they just want to feel more energetic, feel better. Mm -hmm. How mm -hmm. do you get started? Well, I say start with the 12-hour fast. Start at the beginning and take baby steps. Mm -hmm. So just two hours before bed and two hours after waking up or if you're sleeping eight hours. So I say start with 12 hours. Nothing after dinner and nothing for two hours when you get up. And, you know, you can have a black coffee or black tea or lots of water, of course. Mm -hmm. So start with the 12 and live with that for a minute. Then say, hmm, I'm doing okay. I'm going to go for the 13. Go for 13 hours. Then go for the 14 hours. Then go for the 15 hours. And then ideally you want to go for the 16 hours. 16 hours where you really ramp up fat burning and your body turns into a, to a fat eating machine so wow, that's nice. what you want to that's mm -hmm. what you want to get to right. now some people may work on different schedules and they may not want to fast till noontime they may want to eat breakfast and lunch and fast the evening meal it just depends on where what their lifestyle is what their mm -hmm. family is i find it much easier to have a lunch and a dinner and have those two big meals a day because it's social and mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't really bother me anymore to not eat in the morning. Right, I agree. I uh, the the midday meal and and evening, um, it doesn't even feel like you're missing anything, honestly. And you can no. and you can tell that your body, you're just gaining control over your body, and it's more efficient. You know, so it definitely is a good choice for, for many people, I think. If people want more information, do you have any resources that you could mention that uh, they could they could look at? I know you've sent me numerous uh, right. YouTube videos. And well, there's so much on the web. I love Dr. Berg. His stuff is great. Um, this uh, Marcus Rothkrantz and his partner are wonderful. They've been on OMAD. And if you see them, you'll say, holy mackerel, I'm doing what they're doing because they look amazing. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm not saying OMAD is the answer. Personally, I feel like you can get just as good results doing the 16 and eight um, and living your life and enjoying food and enjoying friends and the social and the whole part. Mm -hmm. I mean, if OMAD is your thing, that's fine too. 
So there's just just Google intermittent fasting. There's just so many gurus out there. Nice. And and I I find to when you're in the fasting to keep yourself educated and keep watching videos and keep yourself motivated. So how can people get in touch with you, Shirley, if they want more information? I have a website, shirleymcafee.com. Mm-hmm. or platinumg.com for yes. obvious reasons <laughs> actually it's platinumg.biz oh, so my okay. music is on there my workshops are on there and i have a retreat center in massachusetts and starting next year not this year i'm going to be running a week-long retreat on health and wellness and food and eating so starting next year i can't so wait for people, that yes yes i can't either so yes. we can take 26 guests. Wonderful. We have six acres on the lake and it's amazing, beautiful location. It absolutely is. And uh, I can't <laughs> wait to see it again and to see you sometime soon. Um, yes. So definitely folks check out platinumg.biz yes. um, and shirleymcafee.com. Thanks so much for being here, Shirley. Thank you, Wendy. It's my pleasure always. Miss Teddy here with your Food is Medicine Minute. This episode, we are talking about fasting. And you should never break your fast with fatty foods, simple carbs, and sugar. So, for instance, do not break a fast with a cheeseburger, french fries, and Coke. You want to have foods that aren't going to burn up much energy to digest. So, try breaking your fast with fruits, eggs, fish, avocado, and certain vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, and Brussels sprouts. For more information on food as medicine, please feel free to contact me at Learn From Teddy on Facebook. Hey everyone, my name is Candace Dyer and this is Mile High News. This week I will be covering an article from Marijuana Movement that came out May 17th. The article is called Marijuana Legalization Linked to Decreased Use of Alcohol, Nicotine, and Opioid New Study Finds. Researchers at the University of Washington analyzed data on substance use trends from 2014 to 2019, finding that people ages 21 to 25 were less likely to consume more dangerous drugs since legalization hit some states. This includes decrease in alcohol, cigarettes, and pain reliever misuse. Alcohol and cigarettes are more harmful than cannabis. Go figure. Anyways, several previous studies have identified associations with the enactment of medical cannabis legalization at the state level and reduced pharmaceutical prescriptions, but this paper focused on the potential impact of recreational legalization in the 10 states and Washington, D.C. This means that it's not only cannabis patients and those who have access medically to dispensaries and doctor visits but all citizens are showing improvements in their choices and habits. The article also points out that there have been other recent studies showing that with cannabis medical legalization, there is a decreased association in use of prescription drugs for anxiety, sleep, pain, and seizures. Several previous studies associating use of medical cannabis with reduction in dependence on opioids. It's sure nice to see that they are looking at so-called 
recreational use, and its positive impact on use of alcohol, nicotine, and painkiller abuse. Because the long-standing theory that cannabis was a gateway drug is false. And now we are seeing the proof going forward. I say so-called recreational use because really all use is medical use one way or another. This has been Mile High News Report. I'm Candace Dyer. Stay lit, everyone. I'm Dr. Brian Nickel, your cannabis expert for CannabisExpertMD.com. I have a cannabis pairing for the Ed Show this week. Uh, this week I decided to go with uh, cannabis and activity pairing. Now, uh, cannabis can be a nice relaxing drug for most patients, and it's often used in kind of a chill setting. Uh, smoking cannabis in the tub, you know, some candles around, maybe a little incense to set the mood. Seems like a pretty good idea. The water environment, though, does present a lot of issues. Uh, everything is going great until you get the joint wet, and then, hey, the party's over. Now, pipes aren't much better, um, and you really don't want to bring your dry herb vaporizer into the tub and destroy that expensive piece of equipment. So instead of selecting cannabis to go with a bath, I selected something different. I selected Buffalo Company's CBD Hemp Fizzy Bath Bomb. Now, uh, they're available in lots of different fragrances. It has uh, 100 milligrams of CBD along with some of the minor cannabinoids like CBG and CBM present in there and a whole slew of terpenes. Now, I have to admit I was a little bit dubious about thinking that uh, CBD and a bath salts or a bath bomb would have much of an effect, but I actually tried it and... Oh, yeah. There's nothing like a relaxing CBD bath with a buffalo bath bomb. So Buffalo Company bath soaks and bath bombs, uh, the cannabinoids and terpenes will give you an extreme sense of relaxation. I don't think I've ever slept better uh, that night I had the bath bomb. They really make you just kind of say, oh yeah. For more information on all things medical cannabis, be sure to check us out at CannabisExpertMD.com. We're also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Gab and uh, the relevant applications under Cannabis Expert MD. Well, it was such a great interview with Shirley. And I love Mile High News. It's really evolved over the season and changed a bit. But Candace does such a great job. You know, and we need all that news. There's so mm -hmm. much coming out from that. And um, all the injustices that happen with mm -hmm. marijuana still continue in 2022. So it's mind boggling to see some of these. Uh, but we definitely need the updates. It's really appreciated. Yeah, for sure. So, so what are your thoughts about lifestyle changes with food and kind of gaining control of over your your diet and what what you're eating? You know, I have done this already. You know, we are talking about different diets and plans. I was on a diet not too long ago, and it's pretty restrictive. I think I even told you about it, where mm -hmm. I was eating every two hours, um, and it's sort of the opposite of a fast, where you're fasting for twelve hours. But think about right. it this way. I'm still in control of what I'm eating and when I'm eating it. So mm -hmm. uh, it just happens to be a two hour span. Right. Uh, sort of keeping my fire burning while I'm eating. But um, I've also noticed that I weighed in and I don't weigh any more or less than what I did after oh. this entire thing. Now, I have been lifting and I found more energy in my day and I feel healthier. Um, I'm moving better. I have more energy through the day. And I think that was enough for me to say, nice. you know what? I like this idea. Um, I like the way that I can be in control of eating. It's what we just talked about is right. being in control of the things that you eat, not just because you have to eat, 
you know, there's so many years I I lived my life where I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to go get some, I can get some food. I'm hungry. Right. And I don't have that plan ahead. And um, that's been the big difference between this journey that we started, even the start of the show and uh, being able to uh, be in control of that and get the foods that you want to eat. Cause I promise they're just, they're, they're less expensive. Mm-hmm. If you plan ahead, uh, right. they can go into the fast food or going to the grocery store every day of your of your life. Right. You know? um, yeah, I, I understand. I think, you know, my final thoughts are look at your health and wellness goals. Take a look at intermittent fasting, because I, I do think it can help you reach those. But if that's not for you, gain control of your eating, know what you're eating and cook at home, um, yes. make healthy choices, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I hope everyone has a great week. Eat well. <laughs> Bye. The Ed Show is sponsored in part by the Relevant App, 131 Inclusion Gallery, Irie Bliss Wellness, Lindsay Camp with Synergy One Lending, Off-Leash Canine Training, and Green Harvest Health, inviting you to reclaim your wellness.